World Wide Web, where we remind you to set your clocks back on Sunday, back to when the Broncos were good. I'm Colin Daniels, and this is your host, John. <laughs> That's quite a difference from how we usually do it, isn't it? It's a little more subdued, but I think the whole thing is a little bit more subdued. Yes, it is. You know, uh, there's really something to getting everyone in the studio, and uh, this is really our first foray, foyer into trying to do it over the World Wide Web. Now, nah, I guess yeah. we've tried it before. Yeah, we well, well, we've done it with streaming the show while we've done it, but now we decided, hey, we're not going to get out of the house on a Friday night to go do it, so we might as well sit in the comfort of our own spaces and uh, and do a show. So, so welcome everyone. Uh, it's good to have everybody back, and uh, we'll try to hit on some of the the hot topics. Although I've got to see the difference is that now I have a cat walking in front of the screen, which I don't usually have that at, uh, at your at the studio. You know what I mean? No, usually, usually all the pussies waiting downstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so welcome everyone. Uh, we, we haven't been uh, broadcasting for a while, but uh, Colin was in Europe and um, we, you know, like Colin said, it's been kind of hard to get everybody uh, together. But, can you, can uh, you tell John by my hat that I've been in Europe? Oh yeah, that's definitely a. a, a I'm European. not. I'm now. I'm now a much more European, Colin. Are you? Yes. What What, what changed? What changed about you after being there? Like, what now do you? Uh, um, you well, I'm. I, I'm definitely a lot more uh, racist. Uh, <laughs> more. More. Way more. Um, and uh, narcissistic. Uh, oh. Way more narcissistic. And uh, no, it was. It was cool. It was cool to get away for. We were out there twenty days. Yeah, wow. It was a while. Sounds like fun. Um, you didn't miss much other than uh, the avalanche season started, uh, and there was no way, there's been no way to watch them since then. And I think you, you know, a little bit about that. I think yeah. uh, you've had some trials and tribulations for that. Now, myself, um, let's just say I've been able to watch them uh, due to different various means that I won't go into. Um, I think everybody's kind of found ways to do that. Uh, but yeah, if, if, if I haven't missed many games, let's put it that way. So, um, but while this rage is on the newest development today was that direct TV has now uh, gotten back on the altitude bandwagon. Maybe you can fill people in a little bit more of the drama. Well, what I find most interesting about DirecTV being the first domino to fall is that they are owned by AT&T, who also owns AT&T Sportsnet. Mm -hmm. So part of the speculation throughout the whole thing was that AT&T Sportsnet was vying for the broadcast rights for the Avalanche and the Nuggets, and they would be able to use this situation and collusion with the other carriers to put the screws to altitude and try to convince them that they're going to put them under, they're going to bury them and, and take those properties for themselves. On the other hand, there's been widespread reporting that AT&T is interested in shedding its own regional sports networks. Um, so I, the fact that that was the first dominate domino to fall makes me speculate to a degree that the, Altitude Network may be in pursuit of the Rockies mm. broadcast, which would make a ton of sense to have that year-round programming. But it is an encouraging sign. Um, and it's interesting because as of yesterday morning, 
it was beginning to look as though we might go the entire season without seeing either the Avalanche or the Nuggets on TV. And that would could potentially lead to the doom of altitude as an entity. And at least the fact that that first domino has fallen means that altitude TV and all of the wonderful people that we know who work for altitude TV are, are safe, um, mm-hmm. that it's still a viable product and that none of those people are going to lose their jobs. And one would have to assume that now that that first domino has fallen, the pressure will be on the other carriers to bring it back. So I would expect that to happen quickly. And I hope it does because I went through quite a bit of, of, of a trial and tribulation. As you mentioned, I, on Monday dropped Comcast because I figured if I couldn't watch live sports, there was no reason to have cable. And so I signed up for the streaming service I felt would give me the best NFL coverage. And that was PlayStation view. And I signed up for PlayStation view on Tuesday and on Wednesday, Sony announced PlayStation view was no longer a thing and it was going to be canceled by January 1st. So I crawled back, John. You went to com- back on to my hands and knees. Oh no! I crawled back to Comcast. I oh my god! I know, I know. I feel like such a fucking pussy. Um, I got the guy on the phone yesterday. I negotiated a new deal. I was like most subscribers. I was paying about two hundred and thirty dollars a month, and I dropped the home phone, dropped a few channels, got the bill down to $154. But no sooner did I make a one-year commitment to stick with Comcast, who I've been with for 18 years, mind you. Uh, no sooner do I make that commitment than I find out that DirecTV now has Altitude Sports and Entertainment. So I'm crying. I'm crying in my beer, and I'm really hoping they get something done with the other carriers. Um, yeah, I hope so, too, because it is kind of a pain in the ass to sit and I mean, there's people who are like hooking up laptops with HDMI cables, things like that. Uh, but it still is nice just to be able to turn on the TV and watch the games. There's now, let me ask you this though: with your with the streams that you have been watching, have you encountered lags and dropouts and kind of problems like that? Because I know I did watching the Nuggets in the critical final minute against Dallas. It was breaking up, crackling up, pausing. It was kind of like when we record a podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say like my view of you right now is very laggy. Like you're, you're like not even synced up with what you're saying. I can hear you fine, but you're like real pixelated. It might just be, it might just be my computer, but um, no, I didn't, I didn't experience that once in a while it would crash, but it was pretty good um, and good picture and everything. And it was probably as choppy and jumpy as altitude usually is, you know, choppy it is. Uh, That's, that's how it looked to me. And it was fine. Um, it's just, you know, who knows what that is. And you never know if like the FBI is going to come knocking at your door and be like, why have you been watching illegal streams from Europe uh, of your favorite team? So it's just nicer to be able to just turn the TV on. Um, but it does give give someone kind of like a maybe a, an outlet to say, well, maybe I should explore something else. Now, you did and you came right back. So I, I think that uh, do you think they have your picture up somewhere at Comcast? And they're like, look at this sucker. Well, you know, a lot of people complain about Comcast and they think Comcast is evil and you hear a lot of complaints about their customer service. I've been with them for 18 years because I've never had anything really but good experiences with them. Like when the internet goes down or 
The cable box isn't working correctly. I've always had great luck with them hacking in um, or whatever they have to do and, and getting things done. I've always had friendly voices on the other end of the phone. So I had only one reason to leave cable, and that was that I couldn't justify the bill anymore without the live sports that I want to watch. So I'm I'm very hopeful that they they bring it on back. Um, interestingly, yesterday, just yesterday, I was interviewed by a woman at the Wall Street Journal who I found out through Twitter, Wall Street Journal was doing a story on the altitude fight. Yeah. And now I don't know if that story will ever run since huh. they've ma made a deal with DirecTV. Yeah, but Comcast is the bigger deal in town here. So I, I think once once that happens, that might be the uh, that might be the tipping point. But as far as I know, it's not going to happen yet. But anyway, I mean, there's an Avalanche game on right now. Um, if I were to stream it, I mean, I was already pushing my limit that I can get for a month. So I didn't even watch anything last couple nights. Um, so it's just like I said, it's kind of a hassle. Um, it's it just it's kind of ridiculous that they haven't put. The, these two teams that are, you know, supposed to be doing so well on TV, and I think that's a, quite a failure by uh, by Cronky uh, Sports. Um, but but speaking of that, the teams are supposed to be doing so well. Um, Nuggets, you know, seem to have kind of stumbled a little bit. Uh, the Avalanche have a lot of uh, a lot of injuries. Um, it's uh, you know, it, it just they're going to be good teams. They're going to be fun to watch. I imagine it'll be on soon, but it just seems kind of odd they're not on. Well, and the thing that bums me out about it, John, is that, yes, I think they're going to be good teams. And, yes, the Nuggets have looked like absolute crap. And we can talk about that uh, last couple games. <laughs> but it's not the the loyal fans like you are of the Avs and I am of the Nuggets who I'm are concerned. The concern, the concern is the transplants here in Denver who are not able to easily view the games and therefore get swept up into the, into the fun of the whole thing, because that's what you want. You want these people who are moving here from other places to become fans of the local teams. And if they're not televised, that's nearly impossible. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully it gets resolved soon. Um, another thing that got resolved is uh, the Broncos are moving on from uh, Joe Flacco. I think they're moving on. Because he's gone on IR, um, nobody knows if he was really hurt or not. But uh, it's uh, it's pretty much done. It's it's uh, Flacco's done uh, as far as we know. And uh, they they had some guy I've never heard of before playing quarterback this week. Like literally, I never. I think heard his name's him. Byron Allen, and I loved him on Real People. When Byron we were Allen was was a delight. Um, no, they said like I I I I watched preseason football, Colin, and I don't recall this guy at all. Like. Did he not play in the preseason? Like, no one can answer this for me. I don't think anyone knows who he is. I don't think anyone knows who he is either. And then they brought this Rippin fella in from the practice squad. Now, he, I do he, remember. He was playing uh, in the preseason. The preseason. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. But so uh, this, this is a huge mess. And um, they, they are horrible. And they're just going to get even more horrible. They're going to get – there's no way they're going to win this weekend, I would think. But um, – it just seems like more and more they're just going down the drain. The ownership situation has obviously impacted this whole thing, and I think that they need to hurry up and, and sell the team, which I know you're a big proponent of. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's really step one, and uh, I don't think there are a lot of people viewing it that way, but 
I don't know when we're ever going to see any movement on that. And it's really depressing because uh, there's not a member of the Bolin family who I trust to manage a professional sports franchise, not one. Um, and I don't care what classes Brittany who dots the I in her name with a heart are, is, ta- are, is taking. I don't care who's filled what position with the league for however long they're, a bunch they're just a bunch of inheritors and I, I i don't think anybody has the competency um certainly not the the gravitas to be the owner of the denver broncos so that's the first thing that's got to change and then you've got to ask yourself about the great john elway the face of this franchise a lot of people want to see him gone i don't i don't want to see him gone i want to see him no longer the general manager of the team but at least until the team has new ownership you have to have john elway there to be the face of the franchise otherwise it's the trust who's the face of the franchise right now joe ellis and the trust and that's that's no good wouldn't it make more sense to have john elway as the joe ellis figure and get rid of joe ellis and have john elway kind of in that that regard um I know he's like kind of acting as the owner, Joe Ellis, but I think Elway could be the figurehead and maybe kind of weigh in on, you know, kind of the direction it needs to go, but have an actual GM uh, handling these things. Um, I, I just think Joe Ellis needs to get out. I, I don't think he, I don't think he's doing anything. I think he's doing more harm than good. I'm, I agree with you on Elway. I think Elway should stick around just because of who he is, the good that he has done, um, but maybe some of it taken out of his hands. And, and and not in a decision-making capacity. I want to see John Elway be the queen of England of the Denver Broncos. Just a, <laughs> very much a celebrated figure, a celebratory figure, a spokesperson for the team. Um, you know, somebody who, who speaks on behalf of ownership and you see John Elway out there and he talks to the media and he hosts charity golf tournaments and, and that kind yeah. of thing. I, but as far as the Joe Ellis role is concerned, Joe Ellis has decisions to make. The problem is he won't make them. Pat entrusted him to make the decision which of Pat's children, if any, should take over the team. Uh-huh. And if none of them are capable, that it should be sold. Now, he hasn't been gone for a year yet. But once Pat Bolin has been gone for a year or more, I, as a fan, am going to expect Joe Ellis to set those things in motion make a decision the problem is he draws a massive salary from the team and he's given the opportunity to benefit himself only so long as he remains in the in the role that he's in now and so he has really a disincentive to get off his ass and make a call yeah and i think that's that's the chief problem and i but i just don't see any of these bowling kids i put up blood of the city because obviously he he'd make for a really entertaining owner um but i'd be the most pat like of any of them (laughs) maybe yeah uh but i don't think any of these 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 guys i mean what what are they gonna do i i don't i mean they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do like what megan mccain does and be like well my father cared about players and they're they're just gonna just they're just going to, uh, you know, spin their wheels. They're not going to do anything. Need somebody that has some experience and knows exactly what's wrong to come in and take care of business. But um, I just don't know if that's that's going to be one of those kids or not. Um, but it, it obviously they're 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 really bad. Like they they're they're super bad. And like everyone keeps saying, 
well, they're not as bad as their record shows. And it's like, yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, they're, they're just as bad as their record shows, yeah, if not terrible. slightly worse. They're one of the five worst franchises in 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 the NFL. And what's really discouraging is that that's right now. They're only going to yeah. continue to get worse. Well, yeah, it's, they are going to get worse. It's not it's not going to end there. And and you think about it, like the you know the Redskins are just a terrible organization. The guy um, that he just revealed yesterday that he had cancer for six years and the, the Redskins didn't, didn't do anything about it. And he didn't think it was anything because they didn't tell him like, that's how bad they are. And the Broncos aren't that bad, but it will keep getting worse. Cause you remember it was the place where no matter what was going on with the team, people wanted to come to the team because they knew that the, the winning tradition, they knew they had great facilities. And now it's kind of like, well, why do I want to go to this place? It seems to kind of be in disarray. And that's what they need to do before anything else is going to change because they're not going to get anybody to come here. Um, I have a, I have a theory that the reason why they don't, uh, they don't fully give Philip Lindsay a, uh, you know, a full share of, of the dude, the running back duties is because they don't want to pay. Him. They don't want to pay him because they know they can get him cheap. And they think, well, if this guy does too well, then we, we're going to have to pay him because, once he hits free agency, you know the guy's going to get paid, right? I mean, he's he's good. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's just a plan by them. Anyway, what I'm getting at is this is just kind of their thing. I think they're kind of the way they've operated over the last couple of years, and I don't get it because that's not generally how how Bolin acted. So it seems like they're kind of going against what he what he has always done. Right? Well, always here's the difference. Pat Boland was a swinging dick and he was the owner of the team. Yes. The buck stopped there and you don't have anyone in that position now where the buck stops. You just don't, you don't have a swinging dick who can say, uh, we're losing fans. People aren't showing up to games. We're not winning. We're going to no. fire Mike Shanahan. That takes fucking huge balls to fire oh, Mike yeah. Shanahan. And may or may not have been the right decision at the time. I don't know. What I do know is that Pat Bolin had the gravitas to do that. And none of these people do. Yeah, that was, you know, whether good or for bad, maybe you could debate that. But I think at least he he could make that decision and thought this is the direction to go. I mean, ultimately, we, we need a billionaire. We need somebody who's run a huge company. Um, and quick before before Elizabeth Warren takes all their money, we got, we, these people. Somebody's got to buy the Broncos before Elizabeth Warren is president. That's right, before, before they get taxed into oblivion. That's um, right. Well, I, I don't want I don't want Stan Kroenke. I Stan Kroenke already owns the Rams, but I don't want I don't want someone like that because he's obviously watched this altitude thing so badly that I, I you know I want somebody that uh, a little more hungry, a little more you know wants to wants to really make an impact with uh, with owning an NFL franchise. Well, I think Kroenke definitely botched it by allowing all three contracts to expire at the exact same time. But yes. it remains to be seen whether he botched it because we don't know how much I mean we don't know what the negotiations were with DirecTV. I mean he may or may not have botched it. He may have stood his ground to the point where he's making every bit as much money as he was before and then some. And if they were to wind up uh, with a year-round network by adding the Colorado Rockies, then he would have botched nothing. That is true. And that would be awesome because it would be great to be able to uh, watch them all in one place. Um, I know. And that you know the production value would go up. It would have oh, to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, when I, you I, watch I, a Rockies game that's broadcast by ESPN, and then you watch a Rockies game again the following day 
on on zombie root sports the yeah. difference in the production quality is night and day the sound oh, is better the camera angles are better the colors are more lush and the commentary is far far better well what are the what are the odds they would they would get rid of the current broadcasting crew you know they wouldn't they'd probably keep drew goodman around just because oh, he's, of course he's a, he's a long time pro maybe they'd get rid of some of the other jokers see now i'm getting excited about it because you know there's nothing that's the thing you know the the Baseball season ends and there was all this stuff about the Rockies and what they're not going to do and every, you know, the same, the same, you know, bullshit that they're, that they're always talking about how, oh, they're, you know, they're not going to get any big name free agents. That's fine. I get that. But it's just depressing. So this would be a nice thing to, to hear if, uh, if that was actually going to happen, maybe watching the games would be a, would be a pleasure and not the, you know, not the usual pain that it is. Well, I think the production value would go up. Um, and it, one of the things that makes altitude special and not like any other regional sports network that I'm aware of is that the network does seem to have a deep passion, uh, for the region, for the fans of Denver, for the teams, and they go above and beyond. I'll use the example of the Doug Moe documentary that they made, uh, Julie Brownman and Vic Lombardi put a ton of work into probably about two years ago. That was not done for profit that you know far from it that that's something they spent a lot of time and money doing because they were excited about it and they had energy and they care about the fans and that's why i love altitude sports and i think they'd bring a lot to the rockies broadcast so yeah i I mean i'd completely pull that idea out of my ass that that could happen but there is a lot of consolidation in that industry so why not uh switching gears a little bit um so what's up with Vic lombardi old man lombardi is yelling at you the other night because you were you were rightfully complaining about this this uh, ridiculous standoff with with the cable uh, networks, and uh, he was he got all pissy with you. And I was like, "Look, I understand they're they're upset. You know, they're they're not able to broad and they're broadcasting. They're just not actually going out to households in Denver." But he was he was a I thought now granted most people yelling at you are probably justified, but it seemed like he was going a little bit overboard with yelling at you. What can you, can you fill me in on what happened there? Well, and it, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> <clears throat> um, I, I don't actually remember exactly what triggered the conversation, but uh, yeah, he was like, you know, you, uh, don't, you don't expect us to lose money. Do you? I mean, aren't you, aren't you in business? I said, yeah, I'm in business. And you know, if we're going to go that way, I, I wouldn't have let my contracts with three major suppliers end at the exact same time. So what the hell is going on there? I mean, if you're such a, if you guys are such a brilliant business and and I think a, a, a take that a lot of people have had on this is wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are the little guys. Aren't you owned by the Cronkies? It doesn't Josh Cronky, isn't he married to a Walmart heir? Yeah. I mean, now you're talking about big business trying to take down the small business. What the fuck do you think Walmart does? You go into a town and take down every small business in your path. So stop trying to act like the little guy. I think that's th- that sentiment didn't sit well with Vic and it didn't sit well with Mark Mosier either. But I've, I, I definitely have mended fences with those guys. But I understand the, how emotional they are. I mean, if you consider the fact that they have not changed the broadcast that they're working hard to put on on a nightly basis just because nobody's watching it. So they're basically screaming at a cloud and you can see it if you're in Cheyenne or in in Eastern Colorado, but people in the, in the core market can't see it. So it's gotta be frustrating for them. 
and I don't, I don't blame them for being emotional. But and one thing that that shines through through all of that is these are company people. Um, yeah. One thing Altitude has definitely done is build a lot of loyalty within their ranks. And that's fine. I get it. Uh, the thing with uh, Kyle Keefe had the kind of emotional thing about getting back on direct TV. He, he, he said his wife told him not to post it, which, you know, you did like probably a good idea, but it was, you know, he was, he was obviously very like, you know, um, moved by it that he could get back because those guys enjoy what they do and they do a, they do a great job. And I, you know, it's too bad. They're not, they're not on, but it's not their fault. They're just the people on the TV. It's their boss's fault who have obviously told, fed them a steady diet of, oh, we're, 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 you know, we're the, we're the ones being persecuted here. So, you know, they're going to, they're going to say that because that's just what they have to do. I think they care about what they do and that's, that's where it comes in because that's where their, their bosses can manipulate them and say, oh, look, you really got to, you know, you got to make sure to, you know, tell people to, to, you know, get Comcast to step, you know, step up to the plate and, you know, they want, they want to be on just as much as anybody, you know? So I get it. It's just, I think, I think they're being manipulated just as much as anyone else. Sure. And the thing that's disingenuous and a lot, and I, I've pointed this out and it did anger people over there, but it, this don't block my avalanche shit. It, that's not what's happening. Comcast yeah. and direct TV and dish network aren't saying, weren't saying we refuse to air your sports. That's not what happened. No. Altitude said, fuck you. We're not sending you our stream no more yeah. until you come to terms with us. So it wasn't being fucking blocked. It was being withheld. And the yeah. dishonesty of that marketing campaign kind of drove me crazy. Sure. Yeah. That's And that's generally how it's going to go. But anyway, I don't know. I think the abs are playing now. I just haven't been able to, you know, to check any scores on it. But Or they're playing at eight. I don't know when the hell they're playing. Um, oh, they're, playing, they're, right now. they're playing right now. They're playing They're fucking good. The yeah, right. they're really legit good. That's exciting. They are good. It's great. And and they got a great fan base and everyone's doing a great job covering them while they're not on TV. So so it helps. But um yeah, it's just weird. Um yeah, I, I wish we could trade the Broncos with them. You know, I don't I don't watch the Broncos anymore. I haven't watched them in I haven't watched them in weeks because I just I watch Red Zone and then they're barely on Red Zone. So they weren't on Red Zone for like the first 15 minutes. Of, of red zone being on last week when they were on, I think they're on 11. They weren't even on there. And I was just like, I go, they're that bad, huh? Like I when think they're on it's Brandon McManus time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, while we're talking about that, um, you know, we haven't had, we haven't had much fantasy, uh, the podcast or anything lately. So let me ask you about your fantasy season. What's, what's going good for you. What's not, what do you, what's looking good this week, if you will. NFL's just been dismal for me and uh it's been bad. Um I'm after 8 weeks I'm 4 and 4 in all four leagues. So all, all of them. All of them. So and I'm in four leagues, I'm 4 and 4 in all of them. So it could go either way. Um but uh I'm I'm enjoying hockey this year although the scoring system is really bizarre. Well, it's the, points in our yeah, we switched weird. it to points. It's like head to head points, more more like fantasy football is, you know. So, yeah, so that's a little bit strange because it was categories as recently as last year. It was. Yeah. And then so, we changed it. Or, and or, I'm playing you this week. Yes, you are. And I'm also uh, playing you this week in football. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. In, in one of the leagues, I think in, uh, in legal weed, Melvin. Okay. So right now I'm up 225 to 191. So that's in that's hockey. Good. Yeah. That's pretty good for me. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I was, you're to- looking good, but I've got more starts. 
That's true. And you, you've got, you've got better players too. So uh, yeah, it's a little bit different, but uh, I don't know if you've heard Colin, but uh, I, in the, in the South stands, uh, South stands league undefeated, undefeated eight. No. And I don't know if you've heard that. You're the Kyle Shanahan of that league. That's impressive. Yep. yep. And uh, you know, what's, what's really, what really chaps my hide is all my league mates just won't honor me. They just won't, they won't recognize the, the, the grand accomplishment. And it's really, it's really kind of weighing on me. And I, I want them to, you know, kind of be good league mates and say, you know, say a good word now and then about it. But you know, I, John, just- you've been on this earth long enough to understand jealousy. I know many <laughs> people have envied you for a long time. You should be used to it by now. It's just the norm. It's just it's the norm. norm. But over in our league where it's not a concern of ours because we don't have to face you, all yeah. of us are watching with great admiration and respect. Thank you. But it's about time someone someone said some kind words. So anyway, it's good. It's good time. Uh, thank God for fantasy football, because otherwise I, I don't think I'd pay attention to uh, the Broncos for sure. I don't have any Broncos, but, you know, whoever's playing against them, you know, I got I got I got Nick Chubb going this week. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, but anyway, got a big old Chubb for Chubb. I do. Yeah, I got Chubbs for you. Um so yeah, so I don't know. So we're we're about a half hour doing this. We don't have to go too long because I don't want the file to be too big if we're gonna make a yeah, I'd say trip. I'd say shooting for 30, 35 minutes is probably right okay. about right. So what else what else did you have on the agenda? Let's let's uh put it that Well, way. I wanted to ask you about trick-or-treating on a golf cart. What what <laughs> yeah. how was that experience? That kind of looked like fun. And who the fu- whose golf cart was it? So that's my my pal Jake who lives up the way from me and um uh he has a golf cart and he takes it to the pool and stuff mostly but he had it out last night and I was like oh there's snow all over the streets but he had it all rigged up with lights and he had uh, he had a sound system going and uh it was uh, it was awesome it was great tool around that thing for a little while just sit down kids are trick or treating have a couple beers it was great now, do you in your neighborhood do you have the vans full of interlopers? Uh, not, not exactly. And then, and I, and we went over to their neighborhood. So this was, uh, this was kind of just West of us. So I haven't, we haven't really done our neighborhood in a while, but, um, we don't get too many people around, around my house, but, um, over there. Yeah. It's just, it's not the same. I just remember like droves and droves of kids when I was a kid and you just don't get that. There's just not that many here. I think we're just living in the wrong spot. I think out in the people aren't, people aren't having as many kids. Uh, yeah, our generation probably. has fewer kids than our parents did. Our kids' generation will have fewer kids. That's why. That's why we need immigrants. That's why we need <laughs> the Islams. That's true. That's true. They have I'm lots glad, of kids. I'm glad, I'm glad you're coming around to that. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was nice. We did that. That was the second year we've done that. And there's this like there's this little neighborhood kind of over that way, and they like it. Um, it was like right where our our, our friend Aaron X used to live, kind of mm-hmm. over there. And uh, they built this like cul-de-sac. There was one house there and they built this cul-de-sac with a bunch of really nice, fancy, modern houses. And we went there last year and they had all the good, they had all the good candy. And uh, so everyone was excited to go back this year and it wasn't, it wasn't quite as good. So at least the one guy wasn't watching porn. We could see through his window last time. He wasn't doing that. <laughs> this year. We were kind of like, oh, oh, get, get away from the window there, kids. So. Zip your pants up and go help a trick or treat. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So but we always get this these random like Ford Aerostars from from 1989 with the Space <laughs> Saver spare and nine kids packed in the back of them that will pull up at the end of the block, let the kids go down the block, and then the the van slowly goes down, picks them up, goes to another block. I mean, I think these people are hoarding candy for the year. 
Yeah, like like it's a very efficient it? operation. I mean, like it, they don't have a place closer to them that's giving out candy. I just don't get that. Like, I like, are they gonna have to like do they do they hit it all night long? I think they hit neighborhoods where they think they're gonna get a lot of good candy. Mm, that's what I okay. think. I think well, it's that's targeted, and I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it's gonna be eaten by mom and dad. I really oh yeah, for sure oh for sure so it's good stuff um so r- real quick what do you, how do you feel about your nuggets oh I'm concerned um, I mean long term I, I, I believe <laughs> I after the I think after the first game they were down like they got down real quick and I think you had you had already tweeted that you wanted Mike Malone gone <laughs> which I thought was hilarious but. Uh, no, actually, I'm I'm happy with Mike Malone. Uh, Jokic, I'm a little bit concerned about his attitude. He's kind of kind of schleppy, and uh, his body language is bad, um, and uh, it's not encouraging. Wasn't encouraging. The the um, New Orleans just slapped the crap out of him. They didn't look good against Dallas either. But it's a long season. It's an 82 game season, so it's way too early to judge anything. But Based on their schedule, they really should be five and zero right now. So eh, it's it, it. It last couple games haven't looked good. We'll see how things go from here. Um, but if Jokic is tired, out of shape, weak, angry, depressed, whatever he's got going on, that's not an encouraging sign. Um, what we saw from Michael Porter Jr. last night, though, was a very encouraging sign. He led the team in scoring. That's pretty sweet. That's all. That's all you can ask for. Considering he hadn't played, right? That's that's what he hadn't Jeff played Gordon up until that point. So Will yeah. Barton sat out. Um, he came off the bench and he was he was great. And he's silky smooth. And I think the more he plays, the better he'll be. And I honestly believe, I really truly believe, he's a superstar in the making. That's awesome. That's all. You, that's all you can hope for. So if um, you know, we got the the basketball team and the hockey team are are champions in the making if only we can we can watch them soon that's the that's the main thing let's go comcast let's go comcast get it together because i keep threatening i'm gonna call them and i'm gonna be like hey look you know i spent a lot of money with you and uh you're gonna need to get this together or you're gonna start to you know you give me my paltry eight dollars back i don't know what it is something like they that. will give you the eight dollars back by the way yeah but I, don't, I don't need that so uh, i need more than that is what what i'm saying so um well, this is good. I enjoyed this. This is this is nice. We can we can do this often if we can't get together. Um, Scott was um, Scott texted me last night and he uh, had a ticket to Ween for me, and uh, he wanted me to go. And I was like, oh, I'm already booked up with the trick or treating scene. But uh, he's he's probably over there at Ween. I think he's seeing several nights of Ween. I don't know. If three nights. Or not. Three nights in a row. Three nights in a row. Yeah. So he's a lot doing of Ween. That. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully we can maybe get get with him and we can get a get a studio show in. But this works for now, don't you think? Yeah, it's a good patch. Yeah, that's a good patch. Yeah. Um, so, any any final thoughts before we sign off? Just good that I got to pee. <laughs> that's good. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And love uh, you, Denver. This was the South Stand supplemental to your usual viewing, and uh, we'll try to get back on that uh, real soon. But until next time, adios.